Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, Thomas Rhett was our guest. And I always think Thomas Rhett is such an interesting person. And I mean, I think a lot of people think that. That's why he has so many fans. But I mean, a guy who was raised with a dad who was a country artist, he has the cutest love story with his wife, Lauren, all their little girls and their growing family, 20 number one songs and absolutely no ego. Like Thomas Rhett is always so light to talk to. He's always so present and so eager to answer. And I always, I really enjoy talking to him and I appreciated his time for this interview because as a dad with four kids under seven, I don't know how he balances it all. So this week we talked about growing up with a dad who was a touring artist and a famous country artist. We talked about when all of his friends realized as a kid that his dad was famous and then how his kids today, Thomas Rhett's, feel about him being famous. We also talked about New Year's resolutions, who he wishes would play his 33rd birthday party, and of course, new music. So as always, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Thomas Rhett. How are you? How's the family doing? Oh, we're doing good. You know, every uh, every day is a new a new adventure with these children, and uh, just just hanging <laughs> hanging on for dear life. What's the adventure today? Man, you know they they don't. You think that when you're done with school, you're done with school, right? But when your kids start going to school, I mean, it, it's kicking it's kicking my butt way harder than I ever felt my butt kicked when I was actually in school. Because now it's your fault. It's your fault if your kids are late. It's your fault if their lunch isn't packed correctly. It's your fault if they're, you know, if their homework isn't finished. And so we're just trying to trying to keep up with that and extracurricular activities, gymnastics, dance, and you know, all, all these things. So, oh but it's gosh. it's a blast. I'm loving it. That's so funny. I saw the girls speaking of extracurriculars. Curriculars have been doing some horseback riding, which you have, have also yeah. been trying to dabble in. How have your horseback yeah. riding lessons been going? I know that was kind of a fear for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's been fun, you know. Um, I, I think what it took was actually getting to know a particular horse. Yeah, you know, and and Lauren, Lauren got a horse a couple of years ago, and uh, we were we were actually out in Wyoming, and there was a place where you could adopt a adopt a horse. And if you know my wife, she's gonna that's what she's gonna do. And so we <laughs> we adopted a two year old uh, Mustang, and I was just like, "Are you sure you want that as your first horse?" And she was like, "Yes." And so. She's been working with her for two years, and now Lauren's like riding her bareback and barreling with her and all this kind of stuff. So that's the horse I got oh on God. a couple months ago, and so it's just been, you know, it's kind of helped my inner inner fear of horses kind of kind of go away. But it's it's been a blast, and it's been fun to learn, and uh, I uh, I really understand how the, the horse culture c- can be 
addicting. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty special. Definitely. Yeah. Once you're in, you are all in. Yeah, hundred percent. That's so funny. And then speaking of the girls, I was thinking about this. It, now that they're like they're getting a little bit older. When they come to shows and stuff, now do they realize what you do is like different than what other parents do for the most part? Yeah, the, the older two definitely are are aware. You know, especially like when we walk around like Nashville. Like this week, we were Christmas shopping in downtown Franklin, and there there was a few people that you know had asked to take a picture. And Ada James looked at me and she said, "Why do people like you?" It's like just I love I love how blunt kids say stuff. Leave and it I'm to like, your well, children to keep you humble. Yeah. And I, you don't know how to answer that. I was just like, well, you know, you know, daddy, daddy sings music, and and I think that I think that those folks like daddy's music, and and they wanted a picture. And she was like, so weird. You know what I'm like? And I'm like, no, you know, like you'll 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 get it in like a year. But Willa Gray totally understands. Willa, Willa Gray totally gets it. That's funny. Do you remember having a similar moment like that with your dad growing up? Yeah, I do. I mean, but but I also I toured with my dad a ton. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I mean, like every every weekend during the summer, it was all I wanted to do was get on the bus with my dad to go to play these fairs and festivals with him. So I got to watch it quite a bit. You know, my girls, there's four of them, so it was complicated to travel with all four. Um, but the times they do come out, they love it. Like my kids love getting on the bus. They love getting in their bunks. They think it's the coolest thing in the world. And, uh, you know, going up on stage during sound check and playing the drums and yeah. get on the microphone. It, it's, it's pretty full circle because it's, it's exactly what I used to love to do with my dad. So that's so fun. But I'm sure that like growing up, some of your friends had to be like, oh, wait, you're going to like get on a tour bus with your dad and like go right. on yeah, a yeah, trip every sure. weekend. <laughs> yeah, I remember, you know, I think I was in first grade and you know how like first graders will do like the the parents will come in and they'll tell the class like what they do for a living. I remember my dad. He used to love to embarrass me as a kid. You know, he'd always bring like a huge video recorder into class and sit there. But he brought his guitar in and played like that ain't my truck for my first grade class. And from then on, it was just like, dude, your dad's famous, man. Your dad's like really famous. You know what I mean? And so uh, it's kind of kind of a full circle thing. That's so funny. I love that. And then I don't know if they mentioned to you, but when this airs, it'll be a few weeks into the new year. So I'm curious okay. from you, like, you know, a few weeks into the new year now, have you made any resolutions for this year? Are there any goals that you're excited about? I feel like sometimes saying goals is better than saying resolutions because yeah, yeah. resolutions are doomed to fail. Yeah. I mean, I've got two and, and, and one has been my goal. I think every year for a decade, um, and it is to finally just get yoked in the gym. <laughs> like I, I want to be 185 Brad Pitt from three, from, from Troy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I've changed that this year to just, I just want to get healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and uh, because I think that's a little bit more attainable of a goal than looking like Brad Pitt from 300. But my other goal, I've been kind of living by this motto over the last six months, but it says be where your boots are. Um, and, and to me, I, I'm really bad at, at being present. Like I, I'm such a like a forward thinker. I'm always thinking about what's next. Where are we going next week? What are we doing tomorrow? And uh, really just trying to be uh, in the moment and, and really try to soak up what's happening around me uh, and really just learning how to be truly content uh, in all situations. That That is my goal for, for this year. That's such a good one. You know, what's funny. Yeah. I actually, I recently picked up a book that like the Japanese term for like being present in every moment is called Ichigo Ichie. And I picked okay. up this little book about it, but it, it's, and it's like tiny, but it okay. talks about just all the different ways to be present and how to use all five senses. Cause I'm also really bad at that. And I have found yeah. that that was like a really cool thing to like read into about like, you're just living right now. You're not worried about something later. And it helps you like remember moments more vividly actually which i thought was really cool so good and for so you. like so so what have you done 
in the last week that, that you were like, okay, I, I feel, I feel so, this happening. So what I will, what I will just try to do is if I feel myself like spinning and like, you know, worrying about something, I'm like, I try to use all five senses. I'm like, what can I smell right now? What do I oh, taste cool. right now? What do I feel yep. right now? What do I see right now? Just to gotcha. like bring you back to this moment so that you're there. If that makes sense. That's amazing. It kind of I'm sounds like when you listen to it, you're like, it's like very foo-foo and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, no, like, I, it helps a little bit. <laughs> whatever, whatever works, you know, I'm here, I'm here to try all the things. So exactly. Well, we're also really excited for the new year to um, be giving away this really incredible contest yeah. where listeners can win a totally private show with you, which to me is for like sure. the coolest thing we ever give away on the radio last year. We did it and it was yeah. so much fun. Like the yeah. listeners loved it. The artists loved it. But I want to know from you, if you, you know, say this is like 10, 15 years ago, you're, you're riding around in the car and you're like, you hear something like that on the radio. Who's the artist that you're like, I have to win this totally yeah. con private concert. I mean, still to this day, like I literally talked to Lauren the other day. I was like, Hey, for my 33rd birthday, do you think Eric church would think it was weird if I texted him and said, will you just come play for me and like 30 of my buddies at my house? Like, 10, 15 years ago and today, that that would be the it's best. The like, and 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 especially if I could just be like, hey, I got I got four requests and I just I just need you to play these four songs. You're like putting money in this tip jar. <laughs> that, yeah, that you probably haven't played in 10 years, but I have to hear them. Um but no, the, the, the these type of shows are have become my favorite to do. Uh, I I got the chance to do quite a few of them last year, just in people's living rooms, you know, across the country yeah. and and um getting to like you know, when you're in like an arena or a stadium or whatever, you're trying to keep the energy rocking. You're trying to keep the energy rolling and you really have time to maybe break it down like once or twice, you know, mm -hmm. but to be in this kind of moment with people that genuinely love not just your your singles, but all the all the music that you put out. Yeah. I mean, th there's going to be some Googling happening like legit. People are going to say, hey, can you play that song from your first record? I'm going to be like, yeah, hold on. <laughs> Google, <laughs> Google the lyrics. Thomas lyrics. Yeah. Um, but, but it's so fun to be able to go a little bit deeper with even people's favorite songs, you know, like every time I get to tell a story about a song, I remember a different detail about yeah. the day that that was written or about a, a story about that recording of that song or about how I was terrified to put that song out as a single because I didn't think it was going to work or whatever. And like, I think it's really cool for fans to get to experience those stories because I think it gives a deeper meaning to the song when they hear it. Uh, you know, especially acoustic, you know, I think there's something For different sure. about really breaking songs down with a guitar and a piano, raw vocal, you know, and, and getting to kind of hear where those songs come from and get to hear the artist, you know, singing just to you. So I always say that, like going to like a Nashville songwriter round where it's just like it's someone best. and a guitar, like <clears throat> it, it changes every song that you hear from then on. Like it does. There's certain ones that will always be different for me because of that. And that's so yeah, cool. It definitely does. Who are the, who are the nine people that you would bring with you to your totally private concert with Eric church? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably every, everyone that I graduated high school with. I literally, <laughs> I mean, even though I haven't talked to a lot of these folks and what has it been 15 years? I would just send a group text to my, at least my football team, the guys yeah. I played football with and be like, Hey, Eric church is coming to the house and he's going to play for us for an hour. I mean, I think, I think that'd be the coolest thing in the do world. You, so do you think that you'll have the courage to text Eric and ask him that or <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we, we, we text quite a bit, you know, we, we send each other new songs we've been working on and, and, uh, our, our, I love getting his feedback on my stuff and, and I love giving him feedback on his stuff. But, um, I don't know. You, you you never. I don't know if that crosses the line. Be like, hey, yeah. dude, we've been friends for a few years now. You want to come over and play for me and my my high school buddies? That'd be great. You know, <laughs> We're so. putting together a guitar pull. It's just you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just you.
And then the last time we spoke, you had mentioned like kind of after this next year, maybe taking not like a break, but just taking a little bit of time to not rush on like the two year album cycle, one right after the other. Are you still thinking about doing that or are you like jumping right back in? I am like and and it and it freaks me out. You know, you were you were talking about just, you know, being anxious and and kind of worrying about what's next. You know, like I I mean, for the last 10 years, it's just been put a record out, write 100 songs, put a record out, write 100 songs, tour, put a record out, tour, uh, take two weeks off for Christmas, do it all over again. Um, and I think it's it's good to, put, you know, put a lot of content out. But for me, I mean, I've, I've made a. Uh, I've made six albums, you know, and I've, and I've covered, I've covered a lot of content. I've covered a lot of ground and I've experimented with a lot of sounds. And, you know, for me, like, I think my goal for, for next year is to be able to compartmentalize the the space. Like mm-hmm. when I'm touring, let's just tour. You know what I mean? Like let's, let's, let's put all of our energy and focus into the show. When we're writing, let's have no distraction and write for a solid week. And when we're recording, let, let's take the time to not feel like we're doing all this other stuff while we're trying to do the thing that is the most important. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so so a lot of times you're like leaving stage, going to the bus, writing, getting back to Nashville and going to the studio. Yeah. I mean, literally my wife and I were talking about it yesterday. She's like, why do you think you're so tired on Sunday and Monday? And I'm like, because I'm literally writing from 10 to five, going straight to meet a bunch of folks to a show, writing again, doing it all over, doing it all over, and coming home and feeling like absolute death. You know what I'm saying? And you got four little girls who need your attention. And four, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I've got a lot of goals, but but I would love to be able to go on tour next year and really put a million percent of me into that show and then be able to come home and feel rested. You know what I'm saying? Um, which will require going to bed earlier and not drinking as much tequila. So there, there's a lot of things to conquer. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to put this next record out until I don't ever think I'm going to, like my wife told me last night, she was like, I've never heard you turn a record in and be like, hey, this is the one. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and I don't know if that's in me to feel completely like we did yeah. it. Um, but I do think if I can allow myself the space and time mm-hmm. to get everything that I need to do, I, I will feel, you know, I think it'll, it, the record will, will come out when, it, when it's supposed to. That's and for awesome. the first time in my life, I'm 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 okay with that. So, <laughs> well, that's really good. I'm really glad because it yeah. sounds like you, you need a little bit of rest. But also, speaking of the new music, you are going to have a new single out called Angels. Yeah, Tell me about the for inspiration sure. for this. Yeah, so I, I wrote Angels. Have you ever heard of this guy named Teddy Swims? Yes, he's, I have. Uh, he's unbelievable. So, so great. I, I wrote I wrote this song with Teddy uh, like a year ago, and uh, I thought we were writing it for Teddy's album um, because he was kind of finishing up his record and. He sang the demo, and I was just like, "God bless!" Like, it, it's like it's like writing with Chris Stapleton. You know what I mean? You mm. kind of sit there and you go, "Should we all just quit?" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> would it be better if we all just quit and let them just take take this thing over? And uh, and I remember texting Teddy a few weeks after that song was written. I was like, "Hey, are you thinking you're going to record Angels?" And he was like, "I don't know why." And I said, "Because I love it so much, and I, I, I want to give it a go in the studio." And so. You know, I, I started that song the day before we went into the, the to write with Teddy because, you know, I, I was thinking about that quote, maybe angels don't always have wings. And I was like, God, that is my wife. Like she was part angel, part human. And for me, it, it's very normal to put a love song out. But but I, but I feel like a love song with this type of grit, uh, with this type of like, hey, thank you for putting up with my crap, you know, for the last 10 years. Like it, it hasn't really been portrayed from me 
mm-hmm. in this way. Uh, and it's always been my single most favorite song on the entire world. We started the album and, um, you know, after half of me, I, I felt like I wanted something with a lot of meat and, and this song has got a lot of meat and it's very raw. It's one of my favorite vocals I've ever recorded. And, uh, me and the label were just kind of like, man, we all are thinking angels. And I was like, wow, like, we, I think we all agree. And, uh, which and, doesn't and, happen and very it, often. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often and not, not in a bad way. Yeah, you know, no. it's just labels have things that they think are going to work. And the artist has things that they think are going to work. And we all collectively were like, man, angels is the play. And, uh, so I'm very, very excited to, uh, to get that. Out, out on the airwaves uh, in January. So that's awesome. What else can yeah. you say about any of the new music that you've been working on? There's too much of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was telling you that I can't wait to make the space this year. I did not make the space. Uh, mm-hmm. This year was like, um, I mean, I had writers out every single weekend from March to October. And um, I think I turned in like 145 songs this year uh, that we wrote on the road. And so, but, but now is kind of the, uh, the, the weeding, the weeding out process, you know, so it's kind of like going to all my trusted folks that I love getting to play the music for and being like, Hey, do you have five hours to sit down with me? You know, I've got a hundred songs to play for you and, and really just weeding out like the good from the great, you know, because mm-hmm. I think, I think that's the hardest conversation to have because you, you kind of sit down and you go, man, a lot of these are good, but, but what, but what is great. And yeah. um, so uh, been in the studio quite a bit, you know, really, really working on, uh, vocal and production arrangement and, and going to get into the studio for real in March and, uh, really start tackling this, the, this next album. So that's awesome. And that's really yeah. exciting. Tiara, thank you so much for the time today. It was really good to see you. And I always appreciate the chance to catch up and I wish you all the luck with your resolution to be more present. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Likewise. And I don't remember the, the Japanese term that you used, but I hope you've succeeded in that. Ichigo Ichie. When you see, if you, you see go. it or if you look it up, it's just it, like, it's a good, helpful reminder. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.